Podcast for the working cowboy. Well, howdy there, daylight burners. Happy Friday. Hope you had a good week. Uh, it sure has been, uh, well, it's been cooling off here lately. And um, speaking of which, it's it's uh it's still kind of a a weird <clears throat> a weird kind of like not quite fully cold but not it's not real hot anymore for sure that, that's like hundred percent guaranteed it's not hot but it's still it's not super cold and um yeah either way it's it's uh. How it got down to about twenty the other day, and um, and it was about the same this morning. I think it was. I might even been down in the teens. So I mean, it's plenty cold. And then when we're not quite ready for that yet, um, then it feels real cold. So yeah, I, I've been cold for the last couple of days. But um, all that being said, we have got an election coming up. I don't know if you've heard. Um, you know, it, it hasn't been talked about a whole lot here uh, uh, as of uh, recently, but uh, we, we do have an election coming up. And, uh, yeah, it, it is what it is. Uh, elections are elections, and it seems like the the time between election seasons gets, uh, that, that time frame gets a little narrower uh, all the time. So I'm sure come Tuesday... Um, when everything closes down and uh, votes get counted three years from now, finally, um, then maybe we'll get a break, uh, between election seasons. But until then, let's, uh, let's work with what we got. And <clears throat> rather than, uh, trying to parse through all the fucking polls and whatnot about who, who's, uh, who's going to win, who's not, uh, I found something here the other day that was just really, really, really interesting. And I, I was looking up stories for, it was, it was another episode where I was recording solo and I was looking for a little bit of inspiration. So I found out about a fella by the name of uh, Skeet Jones. And he is out of Loving County, Texas. Uh, Loving County is, um, well, what would, what would you say? Loving County is, according to, to some, 
Um, it is the least populated county in the <coughs> in the continental U- U.S. There is a, a county in Hawaii that is uh, more sparsely populated, and I would imagine that there's somewhere in there probably several counties in Alaska that are less, less populated, but I didn't read into, to the semantics of the, the least populous County, because although I do have a little bit of the autism bug, I do know how to shut it off uh, and focus on what's important. Cause you know, sometimes, you know, you get caught up in the details and, and you miss the whole fucking point. So the, the, the big deal is whether or not it's kind of like Donald Trump with uh, the size of his, uh, his inauguration crowd. And what was it? The biggest ever? No. Um, but who, who fucking cares? <laughs> Honestly, like I, I don't care. Uh, I think he was, he was the only one that actually cared, but because the, you know, the left wing, was just so immediately against him that like they made it into a big deal when it like shouldn't have ever made any sort of headlines, but whatever. Um, that it's all semantics when, when you're talking about, is it the officially first, uh, officially the first or the smallest County, whatever. That being said, there are uh, 57 residents there, according to the U S census bureau. It's, uh, uh, and this is not a, a great, great picture. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll find one here in a minute and, uh, and get a better, better idea of where, where loving County, Texas is. But Skeet Jones is, uh, the County judge and he was arrested, uh, by, um, the Southwest as like, yeah, Southwest Cattle Raisers Association, um, who, uh, they, they have a law enforcement branch, um, and, uh, their, their, uh, officers are called special, uh, special rangers, I believe. And so they're, I believe that's a kind of what boots was. Uh, so I, I believe they're like closely affiliated as, as Texas Rangers uh, but they're specifically on the, uh, they're, they're a cow cop. Um, and they, anyway, this, uh, this cow cop arrests the, the County judge of Loving County, Texas. And, um, <clears throat> and three of, uh, his ranch hands for cattle wrestling. And, the more I dug into this story and the more I read about it, the the cattle wrestling is the least of the problems here because unless the the reporting has not been done, um, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of uproar over the cattle themselves. So it's a weird, weird story. And before, before we move on, I'm going to, I promise I'm going to find you an, uh, a good picture of where Loving County is. <clears throat> it's right up against the New Mexico line. Um, but also it's, um, yeah, it's just, it's kind of out, it's out in the desert. Um, 
Uh, maybe this is that'll that'll work. All right, so here here it is uh, for audio listeners. Um, apologize for you, but uh, so anyway, the Panhandle go go to the west edge of the Panhandle, go straight down uh, until you make a left and uh, and head towards uh, New Mexico. And uh, it's not the county right there on that corner, but it's uh, the next one to the west. And it's not very big <coughs> as far as uh, as landmass goes or as far as uh, as people go. And um, the thing about it is it's uh, right smack dab in the middle of oil country. And uh, that's kind of where, where a lot of the sticky shit comes into play. But... Well, let's, uh, let's rewind. And, uh, so this is that article from NBC news, uh, from July 22nd of this year. So Mentone, Texas, um, there we go. Uh, Mentone, Texas, on a December day in 2021, Loving County Judge Skeet Jones, uh, 71 years old, climbed atop an oil-filled tank surrounded by wide-open Texas desert, dressed in a business suit and toting a pair of binoculars, hoping to spot an elusive black bull. What Jones most likely didn't realize from his steel perch as he scanned the horizon, he too was being watched as part of a cattle rustling sting operation devised by special rangers with the Texas and Southwestern Cattle Raisers Association. (gasps) I'm bulking up for the winter, fellas. You know how it goes. You got to have a little insulation, but it kind of cuts down on your lung capacity. But moving on. Um, What Jones most likely didn't realize from his steel perch as he scanned the horizon, he too was being watched as a part of a a cattle rustling sting operation devised by special rangers with the Texas and Southwestern Cattle Raisers Association. The backstory of what led to the arrest of Jones, a former sheriff's deputy and two ranch hands in May, is chronicled in a stack of warrants obtained by NBC News. The documents detail a year-long investigation uh, replete with confidential informants and a sting operation involving a reddish-brown cow, her calf, and the black yearling bull, all equipped with the special, uh, all equipped by the special rangers with microchips. The warrants allege that Jones and the ranch hands rounded up stray livestock in Loving and Pecos County and uh, and sold them at auctions in Texas, Oklahoma, and New Mexico without first notifying the sheriff's office of their rightful owners, a violation of the state law. Uh, <clears throat> so there's a picture of old Judge Jones right there, Skeet Jones. Skeet, Skeet, motherfucker. Um, anyway, Jones, the scion of a prominent ranching, ranching, uh, prominent ranching family, and the top elected official in this sparsely uh, populated West Texas County for the past 15 years is charged with three felony counts of livestock theft and one count of engaging in uh, organized crime, potentially facing decades in prison if convicted. Uh, Jones and the other defendants declined to comment. Jones's lawyer did not return phone calls. 
Uh, but Jones's supporters say he was set up. There's no question about that, said Steve Simonson, who is the Levin County attorney and married to a cousin of Jones. If you're a special ranger and you're really investigating or really interested in stopping rustling, you uh, don't sneak out in the middle of the night and unload a bunch of cattle that you secretly microchipped, Simonson said. <coughs> uh, Jerry Fux, Fuchs, Jeremy Fux, that's what I'm going to call him because it just, who's that? Oh, Jeremy, Jeremy Fox. Uh, Jeremy Fox, a spokesman for the Texas and Southwestern Cattle Raisers Association, uh, a cadre of peace officers who specialize in agricultural crimes, said the organization stands by the arrests of the judge and the other defendants. Fox says in the invest said the investigation is ongoing and could result in more charges. Uh, Randy Reynolds, the district attorney in charge of prosecuting felony cases, did not return phone calls. Um, none of the defendants have been indicted by a grand jury, which is the next step in the legal process. Uh, Loving County, the least populated county in the continental United States, had 57 residents of the last, uh, the latest U.S. Census Bureau estimate. Uh, Simonson said the county hasn't successfully impaneled a grand jury in about a year. Uh, the, le- <laughs> um, all right. So we'll, uh, we'll pause there for a minute. Uh, but the story, as you can tell, it's already getting pretty good. And uh, and as you can see, not much um, focus really on the cattle. And so we'll, I, I'll go through a couple of different articles here, but it's... Uh, This is uh this is a really weird <coughs> and it's uh it's a classic case of um like small town um small town politics but also like um big money politics and and we'll like we'll get into that that here here in a minute too but also um just we're talking, you know, Texas, West Texas, uh, oil country, um, like some of the, the most ardent Trump supporters probably, um, <coughs> I, I would bet you most of the, the characters in this story, um, are, are, you know, they're, they're probably in line with a lot of, a lot of the, the hardcore Trump supporters in, and that the, the election was stolen. However, this, this County is like the perfect case of, uh, like what the Trump supporters are, are, uh, pointing out about like shady election fraud, like maybe not particularly like explicitly fraudulent, but like incredibly shady election practices. And, um, yeah. So anyways, it all starts with this uh, arrest of, of cattle rustling. And, and it was a year long sting operation that this, uh, this guy uh, embarked on. So we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and continue with this story. Uh, <clears throat> the latest attempt on July 7th uh, 
to get enough qualified grand jurors uh, failed for two reasons, he said. Under Texas law, grand jurors cannot be related by blood or marriage, and they're required to reside within the county, which has become a flashpoint for, uh, since the Loving County Justice of Peace in May sent four prospective jurors, including Jones' son and a county commissioner, to jail on a contempt order for allegedly not living there. Um, I think they have their date wrong <coughs> on uh, on when when this happened. Because uh, in another story, anyway, we'll we'll uh, that that date. I'm not sure if it's particularly relevant, but I think it is. Um, but we'll we'll come back to that. So. Uh, back to the, the county attorney, Simonson, he says, uh, who wants to show up for jury duty, which a lot of people don't really want to do and, and get a free trip to the jailhouse. Uh, Jones and his family members through blood or marriage have a tight grip on the local government serving as judge, clerk, county attorney and constable. Uh, this fall, Jones is r- running unopposed for uh, reelection, but some of his allies, including his sister, facing challenges for the first time in years amid heated debate over how the county should be run. <clears throat> okay. And, um, yeah, like just once again, this is, uh, it's a weird, weird case. And it, like it, it's, it honestly is like the, kind of kind of one of the shadier like i don't know it's like it's almost a prototypical uh case uh, of small town political corruption and yeah so so what do we say here it was um uh dum All right, so we got we got Judge Skeet, then we got the clerk, county attorney, and the constable are all all related to 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 each other. And, and there's, according to the census, fifty seven residents, but in the twenty twenty election, ninety seven people uh, were registered to vote and did vote. Nearly every election in Loving County, Texas is a hundred percent turnout, and in some years more than a hundred percent turnout. There is a oh let me find that little uh let me find that little anecdote because it's uh because it, it's pretty good and where did I find that at hmm hmm well shit um anyhow there there was uh 
there was an anecdote, kind of a, a joke that's, uh, you know, a local joke around the area that there was a, a young man sitting out in front of the courthouse and he was crying and just in a, in a bunch of tears just beside himself. And somebody came up to him and said, well, son, are you hurt? And he said, no, ma'am, it's my it's my daddy. And she said, well, what's wrong? And he said, well, he's uh, he's been dead for 20 years, but he, he made it back to vote and didn't even stop to stop by to say hi. And um, yeah, like I said, this is probably uh, really heavy Trump country. And there's a uh, there's a running joke in, in the area about uh, dead people voting <coughs> and uh, plenty of cases where they've uh they've had more people turn out to vote than um you know than the census uh estimates or uh or technically registered voters and in particular Texas in response to the 2020 election uh passed a law uh making it a little bit harder for you to uh declare your residence in, in a place in Texas. So there was, uh, cases in, uh, in bigger cities where, you know, hundreds of people had <coughs> declared their residence, uh, at the same UPS, uh, PO box and loving County is not quite so sophisticated. Um, but it's, uh, it's a lot trickier than, than just uh, setting up a PO box. Cause most of these folks have actual roots in the, that County. There's one town in Loving County. It's called Mintone. Uh, and they, it uh, basically consists of, um, <clears throat> the public buildings, the, the courthouse and the jail or whatever. And a, uh, a convenience store and a restaurant little cafe. Um, and <laughs> outside of that, there is uh, temporary housing for, uh, for the roughnecks. It's, it's oil country. And, um, with the onset of fracking, uh, loving County experienced a uh, quite a boom, uh, in Texas property taxes, uh, are kind of the driving, uh, like the main source of revenue for, for the state, whether there's no state income tax. Uh, however, there is typically a pretty high sales tax. And then the property taxes are incredibly high. And the, the more the value of your property goes up, of course, more the tax revenue goes up. And, uh, well, once they started fracking, uh, Loving County is right there in the middle, like I said, in oil country. And, um, now in this little bitty county of 57 people they have enough tax revenue from this fracking boom that <coughs> they now manage a uh, a county budget of about 28 million dollars uh, annually which uh is a lot and more often than not well maybe not more often than not but a lot of people who whose family grew up there or moved in and then they 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 moved away but they always file their residency there in Loving County uh and then they'll 
they'll make an appearance in the county once or twice a year, maybe. And uh, just enough to say that, like, hey, I'm still here. And then typically they show up to vote and then they come for the, the annual Christmas party. Well, that was all well and good until uh, one one family got too much power. This this family in particular being the Joneses. And uh, <clears throat> well, now we got us a squabble. Um, but it all started with cattle wrestling, right? So, uh, <clears throat> we'll 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 go on back to uh to to our story here but it it's um it's funny how all this all this ties in so story behind the cattle sting starts on March uh 2nd 2021 when special ranger Marty Baker uh 58 58 years old was uh dispatched from Midland Texas to Lebanon County to investigate the shooting deaths of five stray black uh black stray cattle um <coughs> is obviously not a a cattleman cuz you would uh, reverse that. You'd go uh, stray black cattle. Um, <clears throat> maybe not. I don't know. That's how I'd say it. Stray black cattle. Uh, teach their own, though. You know, whole autism deal. Not to get too sidelined. Baker, who declined to be interviewed, arrived to find Jones and his ranch hands unloading the dead cattle onto a trailer to take them back to the PNM Jones family ranch. There is no indication from the records that the judge or the ranch hands had a role in the cow killings, which remain unsolved. In Texas, the penalty for killing a stray cow is a felony with the same possible punishment as stealing one up to 10 years in jail. Baker wrote in the warrants that he had spoken briefly with the judge whose late father, Elgin Punk Jones, served as a sheriff for 28 years. Skeet Jones mentioned that he and his ranch hands catch stray cattle and sell them to donate the money to boys' ranches in Texas, one of them being the the um, the one in Amarillo. Um... Some of the conversations seemed strange at the time, Baker noted. The next day, according to the warrants, Baker got a tip that Jones and the ranch hands had previously rounded up stray livestock to sell at auction without notifying the sheriff as required by state law. So Texas state law, uh, it all goes back to the old open range days, Brandon Maverick cattle, because like if you, somebody miss calves on on their when they came through and branded <coughs> and um if they uh they got big enough and they had no markings it was kind of fair game uh the ranchers didn't like that the cowboys loved it and um well the ranchers had the money the and the law got changed and maybe for the good maybe for the worse so now they in a lot of states it's pretty pretty decent middle ground Whereas if you find, you find some strays, um, you, uh, you can, you can gather them, you, you notify the sheriff and then gives them a chance to uh, check around, see if they belong to, to anybody, uh, <laughs> rightfully. And if not, then you can take them to the sale and, uh, and sell them and you keep the money. So, um, 
what they're alleging here is that he was just uh, he was gathering them, taking them to auction, and not notifying the sheriff like he's supposed to. So Baker, thirty nine year law enforcement veteran, started scouring livestock sale logs and called up Loving County Sheriff uh, Chris Buse Bussy Busey Bus B U S S E. Um, I'm going to say Bussy to to make sure. Uh, called up Loving County Sheriff uh, Chris Bussey to make sure Jones and, and the ranch hands hadn't reported any stray cattle to him, according to the warrants. No, the sheriff replied. He'd never gotten a report of stray cattle from anyone on the judge's ranch, uh, the record state. Then on March 8th, uh, 2021, a Texas Park and Wildlife Game Warden contacted Baker. The uh, Game Warden said he had confidential informant he wanted to share who'd shared text messages from Jones, including one with a picture of a $2,720 check uh, cut three days earlier at a livestock in Elk City, Oklahoma for two steers and a black cow, according to the warrants. It's unknown if the two steers were strays, Baker wrote, but the judge peaked his... Uh, Suspicion about the black cow by referring to it as a wild cow in the text message. Spring turned to summer as Baker built his case, chasing new tips. Uh, Using information from informants, he expanded his investigation to include Leroy Medlin, a former Lubbock County Sheriff's deputy who'd been fired from uh, the San Antonio Police Department and was working as a part-time ranch hand for Jones. Uh, Baker alleged in the warrants that Medlin spotted three bulls and a heifer <coughs> without, uh, and a heifer without marking markings roaming near the Pecos river in June in Reeves County. After trying fruitlessly to catch them by putting out feed as bait, Jones and Medlin and, uh, the other ranch hand rounded them up in September with the help of a helicopter. Jones sold the cattle at an auction in New Mexico and sent the money to a boy's ranch in Amarillo, according to the warrants. So <laughs> I, I read a, uh, I read another article. Um, like I said, got a, got a whole bunch here. And, uh, this one was, was, uh, particularly interesting and I might try to actually not might, I'm going to actually, Send, uh, try to reach out to this guy and, and see if I can get him on the show. Cause he went over to Loving County. He's, uh, with the New York Times and he's like the, the Houston bureau chief or whatever. He's the head guy at the Houston office. And, um, he, he drove the nine hours to, to Loving County and Mintone and, uh, and interviewed the locals and, <clears throat> came up with a like a hell of a story um so j david goodman is this guy's name and um and when 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 he read this this was um in august so a little bit ago but <clears throat> fairly recent and um and he he does a more a lot more like uh I mean he kind of like this this other article I was reading expose <coughs> but he uh he goes a little more into the personal side of things and gets you get a little better feel um 
for for the the people of, of this area and um it, it's uh so I'll just start reading here. So first, the, the judge Skeet Jones was charged along with three of his ranch hands of taking part in an organized crime ring aimed at, uh, at stealing cattle. Um, days later, four others close to the judge, including one of his sons, were arrested when they showed up for jury duty. <coughs> so, like I said earlier, they had that, um, they had the date wrong, I believe. Um, uh, because it was after after they were arrested uh, is when is when the the whole jury duty fiasco uh, came about. Um, <clears throat> the justice of the peace said they had improperly claimed to be eligible jurors when they did not in fact live in Loving County. It sounds far fetched," said Brian Carney, lawyer from Midland, representing one of the ranch hands who has been charged. If someone were to tell were to tell you this story, you'd be like, "Come on, is this some kind of novel? Is this uh something that really happens uh, <coughs> now it's a hundred degree um 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 for some in loving County, the serial arrest provided a cautionary example of how law enforcement in a remote uh corner of rural America can be used to achieve political ends. For others, the arrest seemed like a necessary step to rein in county leaders who believed they, who many believed had been skirting the rules. <coughs> the depth of animosity as well as the interconnected of almost everyone involved becomes apparent when the sheriff temporarily barred one of the arrested ranch hands, a former deputy who had been, who has talked of running against the sheriff for many entering the county building that houses the sheriff off, sheriff's office saying he would charge him with trespassing if he set foot inside. The only problem that particular ranch hand is also the county's part, uh, part-time custodian. A couple of days after the morning, the sheriff sent an email to county officials complaining that nobody was taking out his trash. Uh, this article feels a lot like, a like a Hunter S Thompson, uh, you know, expose it's uh it's almost comical how stereotypical like just bumfuck nowhere america town like <laughs> it's just like every every single stereotype you could you could throw at this this little community it seems like it all it all sticks <laughs> just every, every bit of it. It's like, and then you, you've got like warring sides of, of the family. It's like, um, it's not even the Hatfields and McCoys. It's like the Hatfields, the Hatfields and the Hatfields and then the McCoys versus the McCoys and then the Hatfield McCoys and then the McCoy Hatfields and then the McHatfoys. And, uh, it's, uh, and then half of them don't actually live there. And this this whole this new this new voter law in Texas uh, designed to combat exactly this has just thrown this whole county in an uproar. And even though this uh, this judge got arrested with all of his his ranch hands, they have not been charged with anything. Uh, they've been they were arrested, 
but never charged because, uh, you know, they have to take it to a grand jury and they can't form a grand jury because everybody's related or um, under this new this new Texas law, if they show up as a juror and uh, they are deemed to be under suspicion that they don't actually live in the county, then they can be arrested, which is what the four the four uh, people, one of them who was uh, the the judge's son. So he couldn't have been, uh, I, I guess it was on a, a different case where he got, where they got arrested, but yeah, it, it's like, it's the smallest of small towns. And, and in the meantime, you've got a bunch of just like roughnecks. Uh, and I, I wonder, I wonder how many illegitimate children, uh, from, <laughs> from just oil patch guys, uh, are, are running around, uh, with, with connections to, uh, to Loving County. I wonder if they've diluted the the gene pool a little bit uh, in that area. But the the funny thing about all of this is like you never you never really get down to the to the bottom of the cattle rustling deal. Like um, particularly the organized crime thing, because from what I've un what I've been able to to find out and unless they're get, catching some sort of kickback from the boys ranch, which would not be surprising um, <clears throat> as a, as a former uh, member of the whole uh, foster child club. Um, like that's not a pretty system. I got pretty lucky. I think they got really lucky and uh, I didn't have to go through some of the, the horrific shit that, uh, that you hear about. And, but I can tell you that, uh, I can see how that shit happens because even even in small town America, um, yeah that that's a that's a tough place to be. Um, so it would not surprise me at all that this dude's donating all this money to to a boys ranch, and I, I would have to look and see. Uh, <clears throat> I wonder what we could look that up right now. This is a cool thing about this new computer; it's all fast and shit. And, uh, and yeah, now I can, I can look up shit on the fly. Um, Amarillo boys ranch. Um, board of trustees. Board of Directors. There we go. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Cal Farley's Boys Ranch. Hmm. All right. Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. You ever wanted to make a podcast? Well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for for podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh so no matter what uh your setup was like, you can uh start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify 
and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer, answer and polls are the best way to get them talking. You can attach that to your your podcast there, and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans. And uh, <clears throat> with Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. And that's, uh, that, that is true. Um, <laughs> I'm supposed to do a testimonial here. Um, but anyways, this is the, the podcast I use, or the podcast uh, host that I use. I like Spotify. They're, uh, they're very good on just letting you do your thing uh, with, uh, with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcasts on Spotify. And, and this is uh, this is a great way to get started. If you, if you have ever thought about starting a podcast, this is where I would send anybody to go. Um, <clears throat> best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for podcasters app, or you can go to Spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. And yeah, if you've ever thought about, just doing a podcast or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to Spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. We got um, Lance Purcell, Julie Atterbury, Joseph Peterson, Needlecoff, Tanner Alexander, Michelle Bonner, Jane King, Mike King, Joe Lavelle, uh, Jeff Mitchell, Walter Price, Avery Rush, Ruth Hart, Schroeder, Shelton, Stapp, Stewart, uh, Ware, let's see. All right, so it doesn't look like um doesn't look like he's on the board of directors, so we can rule out one one avenue of uh of corruption there only one um, so but either way, it seemed like the the proceeds of of his uh supposed alleged theft um, went back to, to boys ranches. So unless he's getting a kickback from that and I don't, and, and from what I've understood is like, there've been, you know, uh, there had been anonymous tips or what not, maybe not anonymous, but there had been tips to this guy about, about them selling stray cattle. <clears throat> but I, I've not heard of like a victim come, come forth in, in any of this, this cattle theft. 
from what I understand is uh, he simply didn't go through the the proper channels and had had they done that, then maybe something would have come up, but also maybe not. We, we fed uh, a couple of heifers on, on our feedlot for um, close to a year before we finally got the okay to sell them. So I, I can see from uh, their point of view where, uh, where they work out a deal with the, uh, with the, the sheriff to just go ahead and do it as you know, it's a scout's honor. We're not, we're not stealing anything and it's a good old boys club, you know, so you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours and we'll see you. See you down at the cafe tomorrow and we'll, uh, you know, I'm sure uh, the sheriff, however, denies any of this happening. He said never, never, ever had they had a conversation. And uh, if that's the case, then, um, well, then this guy knew what he was doing and uh, he he knew there probably was a rightful owner because there always is a rightful owner of those cattle. Um but he probably knew maybe that uh the minute the the sheriff started asking around uh who was missing cattle uh that was a paycheck out of those poor boys ranch boys' mouth and um possibly his pocket like i said i'm not ruling it out because i know how shady that shit is um but it doesn't I haven't I haven't seen any evidence to point that way. I'm just saying I'm not ruling it out. Not gonna rule it out. <clears throat> so anyhow, um whether whether the sheriff was involved or not, I I don't know. Um but also if this thing was uh, like if it was you know, just a little racket they had going an organized crime ring, if you will, you know, kind of, you know, your local government, not, not much different than, than, uh, organized crime ring. Same as the federal government just, uh, depends on how you want to view them. But I've had this little racket where the sheriff is like, yep, go ahead. Just cut me in on the deal. I'll give me, give me 25% or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's all good. And then uh, as soon as somebody comes asking, uh, that sheriff is like, no, I see nothing. I see nothing. And now, um, now they're, they're really at like a, a Mexican standoff. Like, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, a, it's kind of like a Mexican standoff meets a circular, circular firing squad. You got like a circular Mexican standoff where everybody's just pointing at each other. And, um, like shots have been fired and a couple people have been hit in the leg, but it's but a flesh wound and they're going to be fine. And they still got their gun pointed at everybody else. It's like, um, Oh, it's like that scene from the office where they're, they're all just like, <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's kind of what this feels like. And, the the thing I want to know about the most is like, what are the numbers of cattle that we're talking about here? Uh, because this, uh, the special ranger, the, the way he, he got them and was able to, uh, get a warrant for their arrest and everything <coughs> was because he offloaded those three 
three animals and then they ended up uh, at a at a sale barn <laughs> and and then the, the sheriff um not signing off on it allegedly so that's all we know about for sure is the three three microchip cattle and and I guess there was a text message with the you know the twenty seven hundred dollar check <clears throat> so that you got that but that was all donated to the boys ranch. And so unless you can prove a, like some sort of windfall for this Jones guy on the back end of that, it seems like maybe he was just taking, uh, you know, taking a little light approach to skirting the law and, and helping out a good cause. But like I said, a lot of pieces of shit involved in the whole, uh, <laughs> boys ranch foster kid, uh, situation, organization, organization mechanism, that whole, that whole thing's a little, little shady. So, but until you prove it, I, I don't know. There seems like kind of a victimless crime, unless there's uh, some ranchers stepping out and saying like, Hey, that's about when some of my cattle went missing. Uh, and you know, they could prove records and whatnot. Uh, outside of that, I don't know what else do you have? And then you're at the quandary where like, <clears throat> how do you bring charges? If you can't bring forth a, a jury, you know, out of the limited pool that you have. And, and then particularly like when, when this law passed, um, the sheriff was on the horn with the secretary of state's office <laughs> about how to how to enforce it and what they ended up doing was they made a list of people they suspected um were not actual residents but just listed the the county as their their residents for for voting reasons everybody who's tied in with the company that that is involving the the oil business so whether that be roads or uh water trucks or you know, drilling rigs or whatever. And, you know, <clears throat> anybody who was directly related to the, that, you know, is something like a two, $2 billion a year in this, you know, amount of money that comes from the oil industry in that County. And yeah. So it's, it's your classic corruption, small town corruption deal. And and how they how do they get a, a pool from that? And and so the sheriff sent out forty-four um you know, like uh I guess notices that you have to <clears throat> you have to come in in person, sign your name and swear swear under oath that you are a resident of the county. And uh and if uh, and then if you are deemed not a resident of the county, then uh, you can be thrown in jail, which is what happened during this jury thing is all these people had um, had sworn that they were residents. And then uh, um, the, the sheriff, I guess, made the determination and that they weren't uh, the justice of the peace is the one who had them jailed. And. Um, it seems a little bit like a shit show. And then, you know, you listen to some of the, 
some of the arguments from like the like the legit voting rights activist. I'm not talking about like the crazy, like just voting rights for all. But when you start digging down into it, and like even here in Nevada, <clears throat> in my county, they you know you have the the early voting, but it's only certain hours on certain days. I mean, certain days, certain locations, uh, where where our normal normal day of voting precinct here where I live is not open for early voting. It's open uh, on Fridays and Saturdays for you to drop off your mail-in ballot at the ballot box or the drop-off box there, but not open for <coughs> for actual in-person voting. You can do that at City Hall or the, the Yearington City Hall, the county office, but only on Mondays, I believe, Mondays and Fridays. Um, but it's open all day on then, but only on those days. So <clears throat> I'm okay with it being, being somewhat, somewhat hard to vote. Like I, I think you should be somewhat uh, informed and have, have some sort of skin in the game. However, you decide to, to set your voting laws, like make it very easy to figure out where the fuck and when the fuck I can vote. And, um, yeah, so like I said, some of those, some of those Democrat points on, on the voting issue, they're not, off, they're not, they're not completely off the rocker. You know, it, it is kind of a pain in the dick sometimes, but also, ah, I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to it being kind of a pain in the dick. Um, <coughs> so anyways, you, you've got. 44 people that um, are afraid to show up for a jury because they saw the, the four people that, <laughs> that got thrown in jail. And uh, there's a, uh, what, what is, it's like, a, uh, he's a, he's a, I don't know if he's Mexican or so we'll say just Hispanic fellow, but I believe I, I'm just going off of uh off my gut here that it's probably uh it's probably a uh probably a Mexican fella Renteria uh Ysidro Renteria he's a county commissioner in uh in Loving County but he lives in the the other technically lives in the other county over but this little loophole in the in the this new like real harsh supposedly real harsh voter suppressive law uh in Texas they left a little loophole so like you have to have resided there or have intentions of returning to so you have to like you can't register at a at a post office box you have to have property there and the intent to return there, which how they prove that I don't know. So essentially if you own property in another County, then you can file for a homesteading exemption in the place that you're actually living in, whether that even, even if you have a mansion on that property, you can still have a, a homesteading exemption and then file your residency in the, like a smaller County, like loving County as long as you have property there. 
uh, this uh, Renteria fella, his uh, his family is uh, multi generation there. However, they uh, they haven't lived there in quite some time. There's the old farmhouse, which until recently, when people started asking about uh, where he lived, had no utilities or water hooked up. And, um, yeah, <clears throat> people would, uh, from the Renteria family, the ones that were registered to vote there, would stop by once or twice a year and uh, say, like, hey, just... Checking on the old old farm farmhouse, you know, the old homestead. And yep, looks good. Um, back to Midland or Lubbock or wherever they're they're living now. And this uh Isidro guy is getting a fifty five thousand dollar a year salary for a part time job as county commissioner in a county that he does not reside in, except on paper. And the the rest of the county and it's just like a it's like a little mini civil war of the Joneses and the non Joneses slash outcasts of the Jones family because you have like part of the Joneses fighting against the other part of the Joneses and I'm not sure all of the dynamics it, it sounds a lot like the old you know the old Corblen song family reunion just uh, you got the Mormons and the drinkers and the Mormons who drink uh. <laughs> pay attention brother because it's it ain't as simple as you think they say there's some who don't believe in either you know that whole deal so like you got all these little factions but there's still only somewhere between 50 and 100 people involved total and uh and now you got pending cattle rustling charge uh, charges and uh like I wonder if they're gonna make it a Rico case to bring the feds in, and how that would go over in Texas. Like, do you uh, do you bring the feds in to bust down uh, this uh, this small time uh, like family corruption operation, or do you just let it slide? And uh, I don't know. I, like, it's a it's a weird one, and. Uh, if they're at the same time, like show me the cows, what, what was the money involved and who, who was the parties that were, that were harmed by this? Cause I, I'm not through all these articles that I've read and um, see, I'll pop it back up on the screen here. You can count the tabs as, uh, as I scroll through them. <clears throat> but uh, I've, I've looked at a lot of them. So this one didn't open because it keeps, it doesn't believe that I'm not a robot, but here's Drovers. There's what? So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah, that's 15, 14 or 15. That's just tonight. I've, uh, I've read several other articles um, on this and not one time have I heard any mention of like an aggrieved party to the cattle wrestling. Um, 
The only thing I, I've heard is like uh, they didn't check with the sheriff first. Um, allegedly, that's what the sheriff's saying. So, like, are, are there a bunch of ranchers out there that are um, that have complaints filed against this guy, or is it just um, is it just uh, a matter of politics where somebody put a bug in this? Uh, maybe maybe this is a real go getter on the on the special ranger this this baker fella maybe he's uh he's a real boy scout and somebody just kind of put a bug in his ear about it <clears throat> and um or maybe maybe they were just really fucking weird when he showed up to investigate these five dead steers and he really did uncover something here and, and they just he's he's at the point where uh his his hands are tied because now because of this shitty little county and their their shitty little local politics uh they they can't even like bring it to court to like hey prove you know prove your case or, or plead your case and uh no so it's uh it's a fucking weird one in this uh i think this guy's still on the ballot i guess well Let's put the new computer to work. Let's look it up. Loving County, Texas. Uh, sample ballot. 2022. All right. We got Ballotopedia, which is pretty accurate. From what I understand. Uh, Here we go. Lovin County, Texas. Um, Moselle Carr. Running for district clerk. Um, there we go. Isidro Renteria. He is, uh, running for County commissioner. He was one of the guys that got arrested for showing when he showed up for, uh, jury duty. Uh, um, all right. So it does not look like uh, Skeet Jones is on the ballot. Uh, in the general, unless he is, uh, Okay, here we go. Loving County Court, Skeet Jones, and he's a. Uh, these are all Democrats. Um, Amber Marie King, which I believe is his uh, niece or something, and then Angela Medlin. Um, same last name as the fella who is the part-time custodian slash former sheriff's deputy. Um, hmm. What a, what a weird little county. And I, I might have to come back every year just to see or uh, every, every election cycle and see what, what the hell is going on with, uh, with Lovin County, Texas. And uh, are, are there any more, are there any more family feuds uh, that we got to uncover? Um, will we ever find out 
like what what was the vig on all these uh these uh these stolen cattle you know or these improperly sold cattle um like what what was what was the what was the damage done on that and who who are who are the victims cuz uh, i'm i'm big on you know if there's no victim is there really a crime so um I may, I may have to go start looking through doing some actual journalistic shit. Ah, sounds like a lot of work. Um, so if anybody's got some information on this <coughs> or they can shoot me a link with the public, uh, the public records, all the court documents and whatnot. Um, that way I don't have to do the work myself. That'd be rad. Cause if I've got it, I'll look through it. You can guarantee that, but Hmm. I don't know if I want to go looking through it and um, I'm not definitely not going to do it tonight. Um, but anyway, I thought this was a really interesting story. Uh, and, and apparently like this, this whole, uh, this election issue was a big thing well before the 2020 election. Um, at one point, the I think the Texas Rangers got called in in the forties <clears throat> over uh election fraud uh allegations and yeah it's um man small town politics are are, are funny uh you can you can tie this right in with the, the the stuff that my dad's got going on with his water wars which i'll get him back on here soon we'll uh we'll, we'll need him we we'll need another water wars update and uh but it it's uh it's the same if you if you look at a uh, a national politics just the same way as as you do local politics it's all all a good boys club good old boys club and uh who who's got the money who whose family name is uh carries a lot of weight all that all that horse shit uh it's never about who who has good ideas it's uh who's got money and who's got influence so anyways um I did not realize that all the, <laughs> all the shady ones on, uh, on, well, and, and I take that back cause I, cause I don't think this Renteria fella and, uh, and Doug Jones, who are both Democrats, I don't think they're, uh, on the same side of this thing, but I honestly, I don't know. It's, uh, I feel like Charlie Kelly, you know, with, uh, with my little murder board up here with all the, you know, the push pins and the, and the strings and like, ah, no, nah. but there's still not that many people, but there's so many connections and, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Appalachia and the Ozarks aren't the only ones that are, that are all, all sorts of fucky with the, with the incestuous relations there. So, um, anyhow, uh, Hope you guys have a good weekend. I, I enjoyed telling you about that story. Hope you got something out of it. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> voting's a shit show. Um, it's going to be a shit show this year too, but I don't know what else you do. Um, I'm going to go vote probably, probably tomorrow. We'll see. I don't know. I'll, I'll definitely, definitely will cast a vote. I'll vote for Joe, Joe Lombardo for, for governor. Um, he is, uh, I don't know much about the libertarian fella, but I know he don't stand a chance. And, um, yeah, Sisolak is a real piece of shit and he can't be reelected. So 
Joe Lombardo showed he had a cool head when uh, when he was there at the Bunkerville deal with the Bundys, <clears throat> and um, that that's good enough for me on this one. We'll see how he does. I'm sure I will be disappointed, um, but if you set the bar low, they don't have to do much to to impress me. So, other than that, I'm I'm voting Libertarian down the ticket. I've, I've looked at at all of them and. Yeah, I, I don't see Laxalt being a uh, a big change from uh, Cortez Masto. And uh, yeah, at the end of the day, he's going to vote with uh, the likes of Marco Rubio and uh, Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell, as opposed to voting with Rand Paul and Mike Lee and, <coughs> and uh, guys like that. So yeah, I'll throw I'll throw a vote to the libertarian guy on uh, on all that. So, um, I'll, I might try to do something live for uh, for the for the election night. Um, we'll see, we'll see. I might I might do that. I might just uh, we might we might do a regular fence post politics. I don't know. We'll see, but we'll be doing something on election night and. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun. So, anyway, um, don't let your butt crack. Now, uh, move your ass. We're burning daylight. I'm for law and order the way that it should be. Songs about the night they spent protecting you from me. Someone called us outlaws in some old magazine. So they posse down like I ain't never seen Don't y'all think it's out law bitches done got out of hand What started out to be a joke that I don't understand Was it singing through my nose that got me busted by Busted by- 